Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 1012. How to structure your to-do list. And back to basics, the kindergarten model of organizing, both by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. And I'm Dan, your host and narrator. Welcome back to Optimal Startup Daily, where I read to you every single day to help you optimize your business life. And today it's a two for one because we found a couple of shorter posts that fit into our usual time frame. So let's get to these posts from Julie and optimize your life. How to Structure Your To Do List by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. Do you struggle with your never ending to do list? Before long, the whole thing becomes so overwhelming that you stop actually looking at it? You might default to doing whatever is flying at you or whatever is screaming the loudest. This is a very common phenomenon. Because we have so much to do in our lives, it's really easy to be overwhelmed. Whether it's paper or digital, there are a few principles I recommend to structure your to-dos so your list becomes approachable. The great unlock is to remember that a to-do that is not connected to a when rarely gets done. Each to-do has to get assigned a day or time. Otherwise, you're just hoping to do it when you remember it or when you have a free moment, which doesn't ever seem to happen. Instead, with just a few actionable tips, your to-do list can transform into a realistic game plan to get your most important tasks done. One, integrate to-dos into your calendar. A master to-do list can go on for three plus pages and become so overwhelming you avoid looking at it altogether. I'll never be able to finish everything on this list, we think to ourselves, so why bother trying? On the other hand, your calendar represents all the time you have to get things done. For every to-do, ask yourself, when am I going to do it? and then schedule it into your calendar, just like a meeting. You're creating a due date, that's D-O, as opposed to a D-U-E date for yourself. Your calendar becomes a sort of silent assistant, planning and protecting the time, motivation, and accountability to get things done. Two, categorize to track your balance. It's very hard for people to switch their mental gears between very different types of tasks. When your to-dos are captured in a chronological list, you can feel fragmented as you toggle between work tasks and home tasks or deep thinking and admin tasks. Instead, take time to clearly define the various categories you need to allocate your time between. Define the categories that make sense to you. It can be as simple as work, home, and personal, or more specific within your workday. For instance, client, team, admin. If you capture your to-dos by category, you'll be able to keep an eye on the balance across your various roles and responsibilities. And if any category gets too heavy and is using too much time, you can quickly see what is getting short shrift and come up with an action plan to get back in balance. And three, use action verbs. A to-do needs to be concrete, actionable, and clear. Start all to-dos with an action verb. Vague notations such as board report or blog burden you with having to remember what you meant and will slow you down as you take the time to remember, what am I supposed to do with that blog? Instead, try write first draft of blog or polish final draft of blog. 
Then add time estimates next to each to-do, especially if you tend to overbook your days. Jotting down a time estimate for each task keeps you very conscious and realistic about how much you can realistically get done in a day. And if you end up with any free time, like a 60-minute meeting gets canceled, you can easily scan your list. You are ready to grab a 60-minute task from your to-do list that fits right into that new opening. Ultimately, structuring your to-dos on your calendar in categories with action verbs and a time estimate takes the pressure off. You'll no longer avoid the long, ambiguous scroll of to-dos. Your plan becomes realistic yet flexible. Your time is properly allocated to the most important tasks. And when more things feel doable, more things get done. Back to basics, the kindergarten model of organizing by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. When it comes to getting organized, whether you want to tame the chaos in a single drawer, one closet, or a whole room, there's no doubt the process can be overwhelming. We've talked in previous blogs about the power of focusing on just one or two projects at a time. As you tackle each area, the next question is, how do you create a system that will last? As you think about your organizing projects, it helps to go back to basic organizing principles. Keep in mind that organizing is different than decluttering. Decluttering is about identifying what is obsolete in your space and releasing it. But that actually doesn't create a system. It just opens up space. Organizing is about identifying what is important to you and arranging it in a logical way that gives you access to what you use and love so that you can live the life you choose. Once you determine that your goal is to create a system that works for you, success begins with picturing your space when it's done. How? Think kindergarten. From the day I started my business, I have designed every home, office, and schedule on the model of a kindergarten classroom. Walk into any kindergarten classroom in the world and you will behold the perfect model of organization. Think about what makes it work. One, the room is divided into activity zones. Reading zone, dress-up zone, arts and crafts zone, music zone, snack zone. Two, it's easy to focus on one activity at a time. With each zone well-defined and fully self-contained, you can concentrate 100% on a given task. Nothing else competes for your attention. Three, items are stored at their point of use with everything needed for each activity at your fingertips. For example, when doing arts and crafts, all the paper, crayons, markers, paints, brushes, and smocks needed for a creative session are gathered in one convenient location. Four, it's almost as much fun putting things away as it is playing with them. That's because every item has a clear, well-labeled home in a container that is the perfect size to hold it. Sliding trays for puzzles, wooden blocks with holes for scissors, nose down, handles up. Cleanup is fast and even joyful. Spaces are easy to use and clean up, making them ready and welcoming when you come back. And five, it offers a visual menu of everything that is important to the people who inhabit that space. Anyone can walk into that classroom, look around, and decide what to do and where to do it based on a set of clearly defined cues. The beauty of the kindergarten model is that it creates a space that reflects who you are and what is important to you, and each thing only has one place to go, which makes maintenance a breeze. Whatever area of your home or office you want to organize, start today and go back to the basics. Before you start throwing anything out, define your activity zones. Then you can sort and organize your stuff into a logical system with everything you need at your fingertips. Nothing feels better than a space that supports the life you want to live. 
You just listened to the posts titled How to Structure Your To-Do List and Back to Basics, The Kindergarten Model of Organizing, both by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com startup. Terms and conditions apply. And I want to thank Julie, who is an organizing and productivity consultant, New York Times bestselling author and speaker. For over 25 years, Julie has been teaching people all over the world and at all stages of life how to overcome disorganization to achieve their goals. She's the inventor of the inside-out approach to organization and the brain behind their services. And she has a bunch of great articles and much more on her website, which again is juliemorgenstern.com. So please check that out, show her some support. And a big thanks to Julie for letting us read her blog posts right here. That's it for another edition of Optimal Startup Daily. I hope you enjoyed our two posts today and that you'll join me again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.